0: Wait, what did you just say?
1: I said 40 minutes, then it's time for the patrons, bitches.
0: <laughs> Alright, well that's a good way to open, but uh, welcome, to, welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. Jeremy's shaking his head. Uh, my name's Michael well, Sipes. Most, most. <laughs> my name's Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. Hey, what up? <laughs> at Dynasty Madman and Shane Manila
1: what is going on i don't know
0: you 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 made a comment about let's do a 40 minute and then get into the yeah
1: man um, get it out. <laughs> i love look i love all my podcast homies you know look I, I subscribe to their shows for a reason you know i listen to like i don't even know i cut down on it this week it's like 28 podcasts right <laughs> oh my god but the <laughs> fuck does every episode every. Episode need to be an hour and thirty five minutes. No, every episode. Like, look, I know, I know, no, it's too long. I look, I know, look, I know, look I, and that's why I tweeted it out last week from the handle, just trying to get a feel. Like under an hour, man. It's it's kind of like sex. Like it's good, <laughs> good sex. Yes, there's a, a minimum time requirement, right?
0: Not necessarily. But
1: if it just under an going hour. and going and going, and no one's finishing, <laughs> and it's not good sex anymore you know We gotta finish at some point my dudes girls um <laughs> you know you made you made a
0: joke last week or two weeks ago whenever it was that jeremy and i do show prep before the show but um not only do we do show prep but jeremy and i did like what two months of show prep before we even started the show jeremy remember <laughs> two and a half years ago but but one of the things you and I talked about was that we wanted to keep it like around 45 minutes. That was our original goal with the show, that we wanted yeah. it around that time frame. And then over time, it's just gotten longer and longer. Sometimes
1: you know? it gets, yeah, look, man, and I look, trust me, I know we've we've got some long ones in there, right? And again, that's like sex. Sometimes you're just like, <laughs> hey, we're going to stretch this out, girl. Like we're we going to, more likely she's going to be like, hey, you better figure out a way to make it. Keep it up, bitch. <laughs> They're like, yes, man. Um, you know, but that's like a once in a while thing. Most of the time, though, you know, look, you get in there, you get your points across. You know what I mean? Vigorously, you vigorously get your points across. Um, there's a little back and forth. I
0: think everybody gets um, in. Yes, yes. And then
1: you finish, and everybody's just like, that was really good. I'm really happy that we did that.
0: Well, <laughs> then, in that vein, why don't we hear from the thedevywatch.com and then we'll go into some of the news stories you wanted to talk about.
2: Those guys are my dudes. Devi leagues are the fastest-growing form of dynasty leagues. Whether you're new to Devi or maybe you've played Devi for a long time and are just looking for an edge, DeviWatch.com has you covered. Do you need to know who will be a first-round rookie pick before the rest of your league does? Do you want that future NFL Combine star on your taxi squad before he blows up at the Combine? DeviWatch has Superflex Devi ranks, Devi ADP, and an annual DeviWatch guide to help you. The 2020 W Watch Guide ranked and profiled over 260 players. It includes dominator ratings, breakout ages for returning prospects, and if you play college fantasy football, they've got you covered there as well. Volume 2 of the 2020 Devi Watch Guide has tons of information about new college coaching staffs and how their scheme changes affect the college fantasy landscape. They also have team by team breakdowns for all 130 FBS teams. If you play college fantasy football, their CFF rankings will drop in July. Visit DeviWatch.com and check out the two membership options. Join today and gain access to their industry-leading content. Click Have a Coupon and enter the code DTHQ when you sign up so they know you heard about them on the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Do it, do it.
0: Uh, cool, yeah, DebbieWatch.com, it's awesome. You know, what do you guys think with, with the fact that we still nobody has any idea whether we're even going to get to play football this year, that Debbie watch and Debbie information could be some really valuable stuff for next year. That, oh. You know,
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. Cause you're not going to have any football to watch. I mean, exactly. You're basically going off tapes and write-ups from the year prior. So definitely, um, you know, hit up the Debbie watch, hit up their website too, buy that Debbie guide. And, uh, You might as well start prepping for 2021, (laughs) the 2021 draft, because I I don't know what football is going to look like. I don't know if we're getting a full season or what, to
2: be honest. I'm not sure we're going to be playing football. It's disappointing to think about.
0: And that's part of what we're going to talk about right here. With there was some football news this week. They had the owners' meeting. They said, "Hey, we're not going to have preseason games, and we're going to do some of this other stuff here with the cap and all that." So I know Shane, you had a couple notes that you wanted to mention about the cap.
1: So yeah, just because you know they're still working out three three rules um, right now: the NFL and the NFLPA Players Association um, rules for. Training camp acclimation period, which I don't think any of us really truly give a shit about <laughs> um, how they're going to handle if a player wants to opt out of the year. And if it's, you know, it's free agency year tolls, which that would be pretty, uh, pretty important for us to know. Um, so that's something definitely you need to keep an eye on when it comes out. And then most importantly, is what the hell is going to happen to the salary cap? Um so i had heard a couple figures thrown out there and i was actually on a show last week where we talked about the salary capped impact and <clears throat> per estimates and this is per an espn article the cap could drop anywhere from 68 million to 78 million dollars next year now that's because <laughs> the cap is based off you know the previous year's revenue usually right. it goes up because you know that's how money works it's it inflation and whatnot money's worth more tomorrow than it is today or some bullshit. I don't know. That's well, plus plus the NFL
0: is very profitable money. and it makes a lot of money. So
1: yeah, basically <laughs> they keep making more money. So the cap goes up. Well, revenue is going to obviously go down, um, even in a shortened, not a shortened season, but a season with no fans. Um, So they're looking at a couple of things, you know, obviously the the players don't want the cap to drop by 70 million dollars in one season, because that means a ton of guys are going to be on the free agency market getting cut um, as teams try to get under the cap. Um, But there's some thought that, you know, that what they'll try to do is, and again, according to the ESPN article, is spread that, that out over the life of the CBA, which is like 10 years. So instead of a $70 billion hit next year, it's a $7 million hit that year, then the following year, then the following year, then the following year. But even still, even if it's just a $7 million cut in the cap next year, the cap not going up is a big deal. Yeah, um, The salary cap generally rises every season, um, which means a lot of these players that we think are actually going to be cap casualties, cap casualties, um, that never end up, you know, never actually ends up coming into fruition. Might actually happen next year.
0: <laughs> One thing I did hear from. Uh- I don't remember now who I heard it from, but they were talking about trying to renegotiate the television uh, revenue to try to make some kind of compensation for the fact that the fans aren't there. Because the only way people will be able to watch it is television. So I had heard they were going to try to do something like that. I don't. The the TV networks don't really have any reason to renegotiate, you know. But I know that they said the NFL was going to try that.
1: Oh God, yes. I mean, if I was the NFL, I I. I'd, playing the gorilla in the room. Like you have no other live television, bitch. You're <laughs> going to pay me or, you know, come the next, you know, next time that my, um, this contract's up, you're going to see me again so the nfl would be smart to do that yeah uh, to recoup some of the revenues that they won't make and again let, let's let's make sure this we're clear the nfl owners aren't losing money on this deal right right <laughs> um I've heard of on twitter talking about these billionaires are losing money they ain't losing money they ain't gonna be making as much they're still gonna make millions they'll be okay um and i just jumped on the salary cap just to you know the year over year year over year look at it um so back in 2010 it was uncapped that was a fun year but since 2011 the cap has risen from 120 million dollars to last year it was 188 million dollars wow and generally it goes up about according to this it went up 10 million dollars for six straight years so if it goes down next year and by about seven million at least uh that's going to be interesting to see what players are going to be on the block so I mean, among other things that we need to take into account with the whole COVID thing and how that's going to affect things, if they actually get to play, we now we need to keep an eye on the salary cap and see what guys might not even have jobs next year.
0: It's so crazy because even today, I believe it was, um, TMZ reported that 95 NFL players had tested positive for COVID. And then a couple hours later, the NFL came out and said, well, it wasn't 95 players, it was 59 players. And then the rest were all coaches and staff that got it. So it's like, even like you said before, players are going to be able to opt out. Players, even if they start the season after week one, if a couple people get sick, they're like, "Hey, I'm out of here." Or if someone's wife gets pregnant, they're like, "Hey, I'm not going to play. I don't want to bring that home to my family." You know, there's there's so many things that could go wrong with all of this.
1: Yeah, I'm, look, I I tried. I don't want to keep saying it every week, so I'll, I just won't after this episode. Um, right. I can't see how this season's going to go, but you know, whatever, man. It, it, I'll just act as if. You know what I mean? In the back of my mind, I have contingencies on how I'm going to treat my dynasty rosters, and we'll, and we'll talk about that. Um, if it comes to fruition. Yeah. Um, Just right now, I'm going to just act as if it's going to happen just to make people feel better inside.
0: (laughs) Which we do have a lot of trades to talk about tonight. And all of them are based on if we all just think that it's going to happen, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the other thing is just the amount of trading. Say there isn't a season. Can you imagine (laughs) the amount of trading that's going to go down? Because you're going to have nothing to do to (laughs) occupy your time. You know, once if October rolls around and there's not football, we are all going to die a little bit, and all we're <laughs> going to know how to do is just trade. Like, Sundays might just be devoted to, like, fantasy football trading and nothing else.
0: Well, you know what else? I, I mean, I, I'm, I uh, commission a lot of leagues, and I've been talking to a couple people lately. Not only trading, but we're going to have to figure out some ways to keep people – even interested i mean you're gonna you can end up having some players where they don't even log into the site for 90 120 days or whatever and then there could be that that backlash by next season where a lot of people will just drop a bunch of leagues because they kind of lost interest in them since they didn't do anything
1: Yeah, man, that's why I haven't, you know, I've already joined too many leagues, but that's why I'm still holding out when people are like, hey, you want to join a league? And I'm like, eh, well, let me get to, like if we get to September and the league's not happening, I already know that I'm going to go fucking ape shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because I'm going to, I mean, besides what's going on in my personal life, not having football and not having fantasy leagues to focus on, like I'm going to just be like a drafting queen. I might just actually join best ball leagues just because, and then quit them the next year because best ball sucks. Um there's a good chance I'm going to be drafting all the time.
0: Jeremy, I saw you have some kind of eliminator that there was some tweets out today, trying to get people to join it or something. What was that?
1: Uh, they're just
2: trying to book, um, trying to fill them all. I just happen to be in one of them. It's for autism. Yeah. Uh, Dan's. Dan cook. Right. I told him yeah. I do one for autism. It's really not about me I, I think I'm in I was in one of the one quarterback leagues but it is a great cause and he I think he's done this every year for the past few years so yeah yeah, um, yeah. go out and visit that that site and sign up for one of those eliminators and if you hold on a second I can grab it go oh, ahead,
0: you know what? It's funny when you were talking about joining a bunch of stuff, it really seems like, well, at least what I see on Twitter a lot is it's more about charity right now. There's so many different organizations doing like charity, baseball, charity, eliminators, all this kind of stuff right now. True, there's I do lot of
2: that going on.
0: It's right. Great. I don't really see a lot of people just starting up some dynasty leagues, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's more about charity.
1: Yeah, just, you know, give it some time, man. Like, look, we're just – we're going through the early stages. When that withdrawal – I mean, if it happens, that yes. withdrawal, like September, October, that shit's going to be real. And then <laughs> as the season – like, the you know, the months go by and it gets closer to when the date would normally – you know, the season would normally end, people are going to go apeshit. They're going to be like, 2021's coming. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, so it is fun- – Speaking of uh, all these great charities, you yeah. guys should definitely check out Dan Cook at C- at Seahawks Dan Eight on Twitter at Seahawks Dan eight. And he's got a pinned tweet about the autism charities, the eliminators. Uh, Just go to that Google doc and sign up for one. I think it's 10 bucks, uh, 50 bucks the first place, 10 bucks the second, 100 bucks uh, to the charity for autism. So check that out and and join a best ball eliminator. You know, you don't have anything else to do relative (laughs) to football, so throw your money at that.
1: That's awesome. And you get to be in a a bunch of cool people. I mean, I'm in it, you're in it. Dan's in it I'm sure there's other cool people in there I don't know,
0: I don't know. We, we did a there's show a with people. them we did a show with them Friday Shane we <laughs> did. That was fun. the IDP lounge and, the, and they were talking about it Um, uh, you know what is funny too we started we didn't start one we didn't start two we started three new listener leagues in the offseason so when yep. you talk about maybe not having a season all three of those listener leagues will be uh, hopefully we'll try to keep them active with doing a lot of trades Yeah. Uh, we'll,
1: We'll figure it out, man. If I need to go in there and just start trading with everyone, it's cool. You will.
0: Yeah. We've been doing waivers, at least. The waivers have been going through. So, Um, well, speaking about trading and everything, why don't we get into some of these trades? Because we have a bunch of them on here, including, you know, we talk about it a lot where we we go over some trades that have already happened. But in the pre-show, Jeremy was mentioning how he has a couple trades where, he hasn't done it yet and we thought we might talk about a trade prior to it happening to see what we all thought about it and what other people think about it so i know jeremy you had a trade that you're considering right
2: yeah you know we like to bring those to the table on the show a lot you know whether we should make a trade or not you know to trade or not to trade so here's one of those examples i received an offer it's in a super flex league 11 starters kind of a big starting lineup um you start two tight ends, you have to, you know, um, so that gives you nine other starters. Hopefully two of those are your quarterbacks. But, you know, you might be have with your two quarterbacks and your two tight ends, you still have seven guys to, to fill in with all your running backs and wide receivers um, or extra tight ends. And it's a quarter PPC, so it's 0.25 points per carry. This is the trade. David Montgomery, um, LaVisca Chenault, 2021 first. Oh, what that should be second, and oh uh, that that's different yeah
0: shane and i both went oh because it says second on the sheet
2: <laughs> david montgomery lavisca Chenault, 2021 first because the listeners can't see the sheet or
1: josh
0: jacobs <laughs> well the reason i mentioned the sheet Dude. is because shane went oh and i felt oh also that's, because i had I a heard, different yeah. idea yeah
1: that's that's a slam dunk on the david montgomery 2021 and a lavisca Chenault side i mean first of all it's 11 <laughs> starters so it's fucking deep yeah um I, I like Josh, Josh Jacobs. I hate his situation. I think we've talked about how John Gruden, for whatever reason, doesn't maybe didn't watch his tape, doesn't realize that Josh Jacobs was an excellent receiver in college. Um, right. I mean, I, I don't know that – look, and I don't like David Montgomery after what we saw last year. But at worst, the guy's uh, RB2 for the next probably two seasons. We all love Chennault's upside, I think, right? He was a guy I that agree. if it wasn't for injury – People were talking about him as one of the top wide receivers of the class. Um, yeah, that's a slam dunk. And then to get a first in there. She,
0: yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say, you know, Jeremy, the, Shane's response to, oh, it, it's true that the changing it to the first definitely to me makes it a slam dunk also. Plus, it goes along with what we're talking about, about if we have all this free time in the next couple of months, to be able to have those three pieces to try to trade, as opposed to the one piece of Josh Jacobs. Um, you, You know what's crazy about those two tight end leagues, too? A lot of people don't pay attention to that when they're starting up those leagues until they're already into the draft and they realize, oh, shit, I need two tight ends. So people need to really pay attention to those two tight end leagues. That's really
2: difficult to come up, up with two tight be, ends. You can't be sleeping in a league like that.
0: Right. So if you have like a first and, and those two pieces, even in a case where you may need to get a starting tight end, you'd have some extra pieces to do a trade. So, yeah, I like all three of those pieces too. So are you going to tell us which side you are?
2: Oh, no. I'm just going to say that uh, so I won by not trading (laughs) away my three pieces for Josh Jacobs.
0: So there you go. All right. Congratulations. I'm sorry.
1: Josh Jacobs isn't – I I like Josh Jacobs again. I like him too, but – He's not – yeah, he's not not that dude. We're still haggling.
2: I'm not giving away that much to get Jacobs, and I'm hoping not to part with Chenault. But, um, yeah, I need a better running back situation than – than I've got with DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery.
1: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for that, I mean, look, Josh Jacobs could be a low-end uh, running back one, right? Like he could be. Yeah. I don't think he will be. I think the addition of uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. And unfortunately, uh, the Denver running back that was always in the way there catching passes, uh, Deontay Booker, is that Devonta right? Booker? And Come also on, is it Jalen Richard, uh, Richard still there too? Jalen Richard's still there. I just there's a lot going on, but no, still, no, those players are
2: not to play Jacobs more than they yeah. did last year. Sure. He's really yeah. good, yeah. so the, I I think that they're going to have to do that if they if they want to win football games. I think he gives them their best shot, and I like Lynn Bowden, and I like I mean the, the depth they have there is fine, but they they really do. It's uncertain, but. Gruden's got to lean on Jacobs more this you, year. You
1: think, but he's, he's not nothing they, yeah, but nothing they've done has really, you know, indicated that they're going to do that. Just not with the signings and adding Lynn Bowden. It's just I'm not, not feeling it yet.
2: Gruden wasn't the guy that ever really threw to the running back. And that was his offensive coordinator's deal that built that into the offense. Yeah, Charlie Garner,
0: you know, there is one other there is one other point about not doing that trade and you keeping the pieces that um, I was on I was talking with somebody the, last week where I think depth this year is going to be more important than ever. It, to have the more pieces on your roster will be important because if some of these top guys, if they get hurt if they I mean if they get sick or if they opt out, you're gonna need some depth on your roster for people to to stick in those lineups you know so having those three pieces as opposed to the one will will make a difference in this case also you know if you have Josh Jacobs and then all of a sudden he's sick or somebody's sick and then all of a sudden he's not playing you know you gave away three pieces to get that one piece so I think depth is gonna be very important.
1: You know, I usually fade depth, but and then 11 you start yeah. 11 guys and eh, you can't be really yeah you can't fade that in the age of covid
0: well that's the thing i mean we talk about depth and whether depth is important and it depends on the league and the starting lineup and and how much but i think this year more than ever we could be finding that in week five and week four who knows as opposed mm-hmm. to week 12 13 where you need the depth you may need, you may need your depth like right away so it, it's going to be more important to have some of those guys you can stick in your lineup as opposed Opposed to having some uh roster cloggers
1: you know oh so there, there's apparently a storm outside so i was gonna say
0: i just heard that thunder and like, yeah, we, have,
2: we have some stuff rolling in here too man so do yeah, you really we might have to pick this up later or something
0: all right no problem let's go on with it so look shane we got a couple trades here uh Stone. all right cool there is one here that it's it's very difficult to read it's really
1: small do you want me to read it yeah
0: why don't you read it because i can't read it it's way too small and then you can do the pop-up jokes all you want
1: <laughs> okay pop up uh well there's a couple in here i mean which no the one that's
0: at? in black that the, the, the
1: pigs trade yeah
0: yeah no the one above it
1: the one that says pigs trade
0: uh oh yeah the next one okay. says more pigs but yeah, yeah the one more? that says pig trades yeah
1: so, you know, obviously, again, uh, me and Scott Fitch are basically best buds. Best buds. Um, <laughs> I think I've mentioned that a bunch of times. Um, he doesn't listen to this show, so he can't really um, But, yeah, yeah. We're, we're best buds. So, Hold on a second. Uh, Jeremy's league,
0: talking, but he's muted.
1: Yeah. One of the <laughs> leagues,
2: Scott's never mentioned that, but we can trust you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. one of the leagues that he personally invited me in. Oh, league,
2: personally.
1: Um, I made a trade, and I had nothing to do with this trade. Someone offered me Ben Roethlisberger. Nope, that's incorrect. Someone offered me. (laughs) So I
0: can't read it. It's your own trade, and you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Uh,
1: Someone offered me Dak Prescott and Trey Burton for Benjamin uh, Roethlisberger, Jalen Samuels, and Michael Gallup. Um, Fun facts. These are 14-team divisions, I guess you would call them, right? right conferences divisions i don't know um super flex obviously
0: right so you get Dak, and who cares about just yeah yeah who cares for ben and michael gallup the jalen samuels and the Trey are kind of who cares um oh wow did you just do that jeremy making it all big now i can read it
2: (laughs) yeah i can't read it either
0: um yeah no i like i like the Dak side better um you just don't really know what's going on with Ben. I mean, we don't know about anything, really. But uh, for especially for long-term, Dak is better. And the Michael Gallup thing, what do you guys feel about Michael Gallup? I actually got a trade this week, a trade offer from uh, Peter Howard over there. He sent me a trade offer in one of our leagues that included Michael Gallup. But I didn't actually go for it. What, what do you guys feel with Michael Gallup?
1: I still think he's going to be a very good wide receiver there. I don't see why he can't be at worst a wide receiver two for the next two seasons and i don't see that i don't know that he can't be a wide receiver one in two years when amari cooper's contract is um you know the the cowboys have a an easy out
0: yeah you believe that too jeremy
2: i believe that i want Dak prescott over michael gallup but i do like Michael gallup. Yeah, I like, look, that, that,
1: that was the hardest part of the trade for me like i could give a shit about uh the rapist of
0: course that's why that's why i brought up the michael gallup part that i know you yeah. don't care about ben so yeah, that's
1: a 12 years age difference like that's that's pretty pretty far apart but um real quick so mari's contract yeah after the 2022 season, they'll have paid $40 million. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, for two seasons um, wow. after the 2021 season, excuse me. So they can cut him before the 2022 season and save $16 million just that year. <laughs> um, but also. I don't even want to do the math. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> let's just say he's a, he has a five-year, $100 million contract. Wow. But it's really a two-year, $40 million contract with some dead cap speed.
0: Jeremy, do you – they, They're going to have
1: to pay Dak Prescott, right, at
0: yeah. some point? Jeremy, do you remember two and a half years ago when we started doing this show how much Shane loved Amari Cooper?
2: I still <laughs> yeah, love Amari. He he loved Amari Cooper. Yes, he did. I
1: still I still love Amari, man. Like If I can get Amari on the cheap, I'm going to buy him all day. I still yeah. think he's a stud. Um, it's just, I don't know that there's any way they can keep him if they want to actually keep, uh, Dak Prescott, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I think you have another pigs trade offer here. That's a little bit more, maybe not as easy for all of us to say yes. Is it the same? Ooh, pig's it's league another pig's or are you in another pig? Is it the same league? The same? It's oh yeah. Same league. It's piggy yeah, is
1: still my buddy, my best bud, Scott's league. Um, <laughs> So, in this league, uh, on the one side, we have Darius Geis, a 2021 first, a 2021 second, and a 2021 second for one Michael Evans, and is some of you uncool folks that aren't in pigs leagues with, uh, my buddy, Scott, um, might not know these these are auction leagues.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask you. How does the pigs leagues work? Like what is there contracts? Is there prices? Is there?
1: No, it's, it's auction copies. Um, there's rookies available. There's a certain amount of rookies available. I think two copies and then there's two Debbie copies. Um, fourteen teams. The actually a small, pretty small roster size, considering because it's a Debbie league. Well, that's it.
0: so. You gave up a first, two seconds, and Darius Geis to get Mike Evans,
1: and Michael. Michael. Yeah,
0: yes, no, Michael it's Mike. Evans. He goes by Mike. I I, I, I talk to him all the time. Him. I talk to him all the time. He goes by Mike. But uh, what do you uh, – what did you need like for your starters? You say it's a small roster size. uh, Like how many starters do you have and everything?
1: So you're going to make me actually look shit up. Yes, I am. I mean me personally,
0: I would like the Mike Evans side uh, and I like that part of the trade. But I'm just wondering for people to know because you gave up four things for him.
1: Yeah, it's super flex. It's start one running back or one to seven running backs, one to seven wide receivers, one one to seven tight ends for a grand – Total of 10 starters.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like the Mike Evans side. I mean, you gave up. It looks like a lot, but it may not be that much. You're always happy to move picks around and get more picks and get other players later. And you're definitely going to stick Mike Evans in your starting lineup before you stick Darius Geis in your starting lineup. So... Maybe um.
1: Jesus, yes. Now, the <laughs> if I remember correctly, uh, there is more scoring. Uh, and that's not the word. That's not how you speak English, by the way. That's fucking terrible. I don't know what it is, I'm doing there. I'm going to bring this up. <laughs> do 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 reports, rules, league scoring. It is weighted for running backs, right? Oh, is it? For- yeah, wide receiver. It's only half point PPR for wide receivers, and it's a quarter point. For rushing attempts. So if Guys, I mean, the thing is though, Geist doesn't really play football. He kind of just visits, um, gets injured, and then stops playing. That's pretty much what he does. He right? hurts himself and and hangs out. lifts It's late. a shame because I think he could. I think he could be really good, right? I just I wonder what's left. I hate, to, oh, what's left in his tank because I don't think that's a thing. But, like, physically, like, it has to take its toll on you, right? Like yeah, and even if you character. believe that
2: it's going to be fine for a year or two or whatever, his he's so physical. He's just as apt to run into someone as try to be elusive about it. I mean, and it's great. That's part of the reason I like him. But it's also not going to help him stay healthy, really, uh, seeking to hit people. And I know running backs get hit anyway, but I'm just saying the way he plays football doesn't make you feel better. It's not like he's trying to miss guys hitting him. Right. Right. Uh, Once he gets through the line, I'm saying once he gets, you know, into the secondary, he you know, he's going to run those. He's not being as elusive as like Saquon Barkley or something. You know, he he just so good coming out, man. He was. I loved him. But in this case, you're getting a guy who's, you know, thousand yards, thousand yards, thousand yards, you know, wide receiver one wide receiver one wide receiver one even if he's uh he misses that and he's wide receiver 13 so what he's still got wide receiver 13 for three more years which is better than Darius guys
1: and those i mean the guys put up yeah every year he's putting up over a thousand yards and he's usually putting up around anywhere from yeah i mean he had a couple down touchdown seasons but he's had seasons where he's really spiked with 12 touchdowns another two with eight so and look, I, you know, I feel about Michael Evans. I love Michael Evans. And he's still only 26 years old. Though. He yeah, I was going to say, days. he's
2: right now entering the prime of his career after having yeah. done all that stuff, having all yeah. those accolades in fantasy football. I mean, it's a no-brainer to try to get him.
0: Yeah, and yeah. he's always been my favorite player. We've talked about him a bunch of times. So, um, you know, you did a couple different moves in a couple different leagues I saw and where you talked in a lot of the chats about J.K. Dobbins. And uh, I see one of the things here on, on the on our sheet, you were able to actually get J.K. Dobbins. I know you tried in a few different places. Um, but... yeah,
1: so I tried in every one of the HQ leagues. Is that except, what it was? Yeah, except five, I think, because Jeremy owns them, and I knew that I might as well not even bother. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I'm like, no, nah, yeah. I'm not even going to try it. But yeah, dude, I pretty much put out J.K. Dobbins offers in just about every league I could think of. Right. I With saw you mention it. No, no, I just I don't know how his value isn't going to be just bananas next year. Um, assuming there's a season, it, look, Mark Ingram, great, fine. Mark Ingram's going to lose that job to J.K. Dobbins as soon as J.K. Dobbins steps on that field, um, and does J.K. Dobbins things, he's his value is going to f-ing skyrocket like it's going to be Miles Sanders type prices. That it's his out. job, dude. Yeah, he fits that offense perfectly. That's mm-hmm. why they drafted
2: him. He's a badass. They run such a similar offense to Ohio State. The same kind of stuff with the mobile quarterback and the read option and just all of it. It, He's there was no better running back tailor-made for the Baltimore Ravens than J.K. Dobbins in this draft. And they drafted him. And it's it's right. Ingram's a 30-year-old running back. He's great. I wouldn't be surprised if right off the bat, when J.K. Dobbins is acclimated, that Ingram is used, you know short yardage goal line stuff like that so they don't have to kill their rookie but like they'll definitely find a good mix he's not gonna not play he's gonna play and probably by midpoint certainly by the end of the season jk dobbins is a starting running backs for starting running back for baltimore which is interesting because so many people think that that's not one of the best landing spots of all the running backs in this class <laughs> Clyde edwards helaire jonathan taylor jonathan taylor's landing spot isn't any better I mean, sure, he doesn't have Mark Ingram in front of him, but he doesn't have the Baltimore Ravens rushing offense exactly. to play for either. So, like, you know, you pick your poison. Who's your favorite running back? I mean, I honestly think that Cam Akers is is in one of the best spots, um, you know, and Dobbins. And if you like those two running backs better than the others, you should draft them. You should trade for them because their time is coming. They Those running backs were drafted high, and they're going to play. We know that – they're not going to pay these guys 5 6 years from now probably. They're they're going to pay them now and they're going to play them now. They're not going to wait. Running backs can start early. We're not waiting for them to develop.
0: It's definite over these over this offseason you've seen a shift from when we were doing rookie drafts back in like the beginning of May to now, right. there's a lot of the narratives about a lot of these players that have changed from when we were drafting, and J.K. Dobbins is definitely one of those. You know, Shane, if you say that you tried in all five of the leagues except for number five because you knew you couldn't get him from Jeremy, mm-hmm. so you tried in four. Is this the <laughs> only one place you did get it from? Then,
1: yeah, this is the one of the, the only. This is one of the only leagues that I actually even pulled off any trades for him, and I mean, usually most of the responses I get back are nah, he's going to be a running back one. And I'm like, I can't fucking argue with that. Like, you know, <laughs> that's you're why you were going after, after him. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, those those conversations are dead because I don't want to pay a running back one price for him. Right. I have to. And like I said, that's why I didn't even bother with Jeremy because I knew Jeremy would have been like, you're not getting a discount when he – stupid all right bye <laughs>
0: jeremy's shaking his head and rolling his so, eyes
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and i'm sure people think this is an overpay it felt right to me because i think dobbins is going to be the running back one out of this class still i still think he can over i do i think that I think yes. he's-
0: yeah. I think we and we've talked about it before. I don't think really overpay really means anything, especially right now. You're talking about two players. First of all, we haven't told everybody what the trade is. The trade was the trade was J.K. Dobbins on one side and the other side is Cam Akers, a 2021 second and a 2021 third. So yeah. w- when you when you talk about it you're you're actually talking about two players that have never stepped foot on the field and right. you're talking about two rookie I mean two rookie <laughs> picks in the future. So all yeah. of this it is all speculation. can <laughs>
2: love for JK Dobbins just by looking at the trade. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, but so it's speaks. all speculation. So you really there there there's nothing to really go by. So yes, it could look to some people that it's an overpay and then it could look to other people like shit, you got the best end because they may like JK Dobbins way better than Cam, or who knows? But I think depending on what you like best, and especially what you've been saying about J.K., I think your side is good, and a two and a three, who gives a shit? You know, what do you guys think We've talked a bunch of times about that the season may not happen, but we don't talk too much about college. And I know, Jeremy, you're a big college guy. What, what happens if these college kids don't get a chance to play this year? How are those rookie picks going to be even affected next year about where will there be some players that don't even get to come into the NFL because they didn't play? Or will there be other players that get to come in the NFL cause they, and they didn't have their senior year? I, I mean, how is that going to affect those rookie picks? Jeremy, I know you watch college. What do you think?
2: Well, I think, you know, you. it certainly can't be held against them because they didn't play, you know, their their juniors season out. I mean, if, if these colleges, a lot of them aren't going to play. We've already seen schools pull the plug. So the juniors on those teams that could, after this season, enter the draft draft eligibility, you know, file for draft eligibility and enter the draft, the NFL draft in 2021, they're still going to be able to do that. Um they're they're at that age. They they spent three years in school. I mean, you can't keep them from from doing that. Some of them are going to go pro. Others, you know, will probably play because they'll still have a season of eligibility. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the kinds of players you're talking about. Guys that are already a lock to be drafted. You know, they're going to want to they're going to want to enter the draft. Um, you know, the the more um, highly sought after players, the the household names, your Travis ETNs, um you know, Chuba Hubbard, you know, those kinds of running backs. Uh, you, you know, Justin Fields, right? I'd hate to miss Justin Fields' junior season at Ohio State. It would be such a pisser because this season, for fans um, of Clemson too, um, the, this this season for big teams uh, looking at the national championship and Heisman trophies, I mean, it's such a loss. And, but those players could go pro. And so it's up to them and whether they think they have a, you know, I I love my college school so much. I'm going to go back and play. Why would you? You just missed a year of your life.
1: I mean, I guess that's the thing. So if you're a guy, I mean, obviously I guess Justin Fields, if he can turn pro, I guess he, he knows like, all right, I'm getting paid. So I'm going pro. But if it's a guy that needed a year to not rehab his image, but kind of like he had a down sophomore, down sophomore season, and his junior year was going to be his bounce back. Well, now he's got to go back yep. to his senior year. Exactly. It. What's fun about it is – not fun. I shouldn't use that word. I'm sorry. What's interesting about it, though, is how I think these two draft classes are going to skew so much of the data that we use. Like, you know, just because how deep the 2020 class was with running backs and wide receivers, that there were players going on day three, where day three normally is a death sentence to it. You know, a player of fantasy. And then next year we're going to have these players that – that might end up staying another year so maybe even three draft classes that are just going to screw up fantasy data so much that it's going to be a blast to see how missing that, a how that year yeah
2: out. and also just for these guys that come out now um you know after their after their 2019 seasons you have no stats for 2020 and then they enter the draft good luck ranking those guys but beyond guys like justin fields and trevor lawrence Good luck ranking, you know, lesser heralded players, just like Shane alluded to, guys on the bounce back or whatever. You're not going to have any stats from that entire season to be able to do that.
0: And so my question to you then goes back to, how do you think that's going to affect getting 2021 rookie picks right now? Obviously, the big name guys like the Etowin or however you say his name or, or Fields or whatever, you know, first round guys are one thing. But do you think second round picks and third round picks are going to have more or less value next year than they would in the past. It seems as though it's potentially a lot of guys, like you guys just said, if guys stick around and don't go into the NFL and play longer than they right. would have or whatever. They'd be that's, worth less. Right. So so that's what I'm saying. So do you do you feel like this these second, thirds, obviously fourth and fifths, whatever, those picks don't really matter. But are are right. second and third round picks in twenty twenty one gonna take a hit or not for next year? is what I'm thinking for people that are looking to make any kind of trades right now.
1: Uh I mean, I hate to do, be this guy, but honestly, there's no way to know right now. Well, no, I don't mean, I, I
0: said based on if they don't, if the college kids don't play is what I meant.
1: I would think they're worth more because you're going to need more lottery tickets. Oh, you think but so? Then it's going to depend on, you know, your roster space and uh things like that. So, I mean, to me, you know, I like, I, I always love, getting a shit ton of rookie picks because then I'm going to kick like half of them are getting traded away not because I want to make them but a right. shit ton of them are going to get traded away so I'm always going to suggest you just accrue rookie picks um especially if other people are going to devalue them because they're they're not you know they're not sure how next year is going to play out yeah. rookie picks i mean just off the 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 pure hmm, feening for any action the rookie drafts will be insane next year because people <laughs> are going to want to do anything so badly <laughs> that they're going to overpay for these picks. Yeah, that's and there's there's no 2019 data, 2019
2: right. thoughts, twenty everything. I mean, as long as guys stayed healthy and and right. things are going well, and their their videos of them, you know, practicing or whatever they're doing, you know, you know, you're going to see that stuff on Twitter. It's going to be a lot more. Narrative driven, it's going to be a lot less actual statistics and and you know tape and all of that. It's and it's going to be drawn upon like the year before, right? The season before when they played. So, it I don't know. I think I think that the second and third rounds could be worth less if if kids have to stick around, um, a year beyond what they wanted to and not come out as juniors. But if you already know you're going to be drafted in the, in the upper rounds of the NFL draft and you're an offensive player, then just Enter the draft and, and, you know, take your chances. So it's probably a lot of the same kids going to be in the draft. We just didn't see them play all year.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, it's I really mean- interesting what you said, though. For our listeners then, but both of you guys agree kind of, maybe try to get picks now uh, or, or, or get – picks thrown in now as much as you can so that when people are dying for something to happen or dying is not a great word but in february of next year when people are just eating up stuff you've got a lot of uh of equity and stuff that you can use to buy things you know and if Maybe there's no nfl idea.
2: season yeah you know what that means all the players that you own are one year older. all the players yep. that you own you just wasted an entire nfl season not being able to use them so why not that's so cool. alluded to it earlier why not trade some of that stuff away all that's that so stuff. cool most of that stuff and I- just frank you know look toward the next year and great time to rebuild I guess because I don't want to sit on all those assets yeah. on my rosters that are going to be one year older Julio Jones, you know, he might be something special this year, but that's not, you know, still and not, you know, next year. I mean, everybody's a year older, so maybe everybody's more teams try to rebuild in (laughs) Dynasty football.
0: It's so funny because I always want to trade away my picks, but now having this conversation with the two of you guys, I actually want to get a couple more picks for next year. So, um, well, we did have another trade here that uh, it it looks like it – Jeremy, it's the three of us did this trade, but obviously you and I had nothing to do with it. Yep. <laughs> but, it's oh. a, but it's a Dynasty Trades HQ trade uh, that was done <laughs> with uh, HQ2. Yeah, and HQ2 with Dilly Dilly. And Shane is doing something on his phone. I don't know if he's dating app or looking at real estate, but um the trade be, at you know what?
2: He's at Johnsonly.com. <laughs> oh yeah. John's hey
1: John'sonly.com. We didn't even ta- you know, we didn't you don't even have ta- to eat cheese sticks alone. <laughs> we didn't
0: even talk about that. Yeah, we we actually own Johnsonly.com. <laughs> and
1: if you go so, to it yeah, it I takes mean, us
0: to I, Dynasty Trades HQ. I
1: was <laughs> still writing the pitch, but you know, if you're John looking for another John <laughs> Um, you're lonely um, maybe you're looking for a side John you know what I mean you don't need to go to Ashley Madison for a side you can do that on johnsonly.com as well
0: Jeremy, no.
1: Jeremy. at johnsonly.com <laughs> one of the things I'm proudest about about that side is you know there's no we there's drawings of every race <laughs> color creed sexual orientation we don't there's no judgment like whatever Johns you're into you will find there <laughs>
0: Jeremy, we need to add a johnsonly.com shirt to our Store Envy store, you know? Yeah, oh,
1: we definitely do. <laughs> that would
0: be
2: so awesome. I'm totally doing it.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be so awesome. All right, so in HQ2. Right, so we in HQ, find HQ
1: trade. Yes,
0: go ahead. What is that? And let's do that, and then we'll wrap everything up and yep. go to the Patreon show. And
1: we did this. I did this today. Screw you guys. I did this. Is this my team? Oh, it is my team. No, it's our team. Oh, guys, by the way, we made a trade. Um,
0: That's why I said it that way.
1: Yeah. So we gave up Michael Williams, (laughs) and we got back a 2021 second-round pick. Uh
2: uh,
1: Adam Shaheen, which is whatever, and Sterling yeah, Sterling.
0: I mean, based on the conversation we just had for the last ten, fifteen minutes, <laughs> I'm happy with getting that second round pick and Sterling Shepard. Like you said, who cares about Adam Shaheen? But um, uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm his happy mom. with it. <laughs> I know his mom <laughs> maybe. and his wife allegedly. and his kids. Maybe if he has a wife, allegedly. And kid. But but isn't Chicago the one that has like ten tight ends on their roster? Um, I, I I just think, especially after what we just talked about about getting some future picks and stuff, a Second is better to get than a third and, and and we still don't really know what's gonna go on at, at the with the Giants with Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram and all that stuff. So I, I like that trade for us, Jeremy. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm okay with that too. I'm glad our man uh our guy, made that trade for us.
1: <laughs> yeah, guys, we made a trade by the way. I'll consult with you on that later. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was one of the shared teams. I didn't. I just. I saw it a trade says Darcy Trades HQ. I'm just like, whatever. You know what's um, funny?
2: I see all the trades come through because we're all attached to those teams. And yeah. I see it, And every once in a while, when someone offers a trade, I'm like, I want to just click on this. And Shane's like, I didn't accept that. You know what's
0: really funny, Jeremy? I get the texts and the emails. Yeah, yeah. So I got like three texts today saying, uh, Your what's trade Shane offer was accepted. Your trade was offered. Your trade... <laughs> And it's like, okay. So I'm I'm like refreshing my phone to see what Shane's gonna do exactly. So, uh, Man, I
1: figure, the way I figure it, <laughs> Mike Williams, Sterling Shepard, they've got about sure. the same. Yeah, they, they're the same guy. I mean, obviously, they're very different players, very different yeah. types of players, etc. Et but value-wise, yeah. yeah, yeah, to me, they're about even. To get the second, fine. I mean, look, if Sterling Shepard can, you know. Hopefully, that's his name, right? Sterling. Yes, I was calling him Golden Shepherd on a show the other night. I don't know why. Golden Shepherd, special breed um, of dog. Yeah, exactly. If he can actually stay on the field, you know, hopefully his concussion issues, he he won't. That won't happen again. I mean, you know, I feel about them. I'm I'm afraid of them. But if he's on the field, I mean, he's a top. 30 wide receiver every once, you know, once in a while. So whatever, that's fine.
0: (laughs) All right, cool. Well, why don't we wrap everything up and let's go into our Patreon. But before we do that, we've mentioned our store, we've mentioned our Patreons. Let's talk about both of those. So Jeremy, tell everybody about our store.
2: You need to head over to DTHQ.storenvy.com. It's DTHQ.storenvy.com and get some new swag. HQ swag with the brand new logo. I mean, mugs, t-shirts, all kinds of stuff, towels, uh, stickers, you name it, and some some fancy stuff too. Like we have shirts with um our very own dynasty trades, trash
1: dynasty trade offers, right, Shane? And oh, I, I thought you were going to say like ones with no ties. I
0: was going to say yeah, cuz <laughs> he said fancy, you know, like tuxedos oh, oh, with HQ on the, you're on the back. Oh,
2: like You've trade got too. tuxedo t-shirts? You, you, you're going to be in a say, wedding. I want to be I want to be formal, but I came to party. Yeah. Um, um, there's an, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, slogan Shane's favorite thing to say every show, um, some sweet t-shirts and soon to be released <laughs> <laughs> John's John's only. Only. <laughs> um, for all you trade Johns
1: out there that uh, might oh be my dating. Oh
2: god,
0: That's so awesome. John's only.com. So Shane, why don't you tell everybody <laughs> about our patrons?
1: <laughs> oh, um, yeah, we have a Patreon page, uh, to whatever, you know, at the it is you get um bonus podcast every week uh the uncet- uncensored version of this f-ing show uh, <laughs> and then you get the bonus podcast every week <laughs> then you get the group chat um and there's all types of other little goodies that I like to throw people's way just because I'm like in Santa Claus, basically. You know what I mean? Oh, you are. Wait,
0: wouldn't it be We're Santa Claus? Isn't it all? Yeah, we're Patreon? Santa Claus. Not we're Santa. you.
1: It's a we. It's a we, yeah,
0: you know? And we got some
1: new shit coming down the pipe for the patrons. Um, yes. That I think people are going to like. They're going to get the video only episode. No audio, just video. <laughs> 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 no audio. No audio. Uh, and there's also some like, extra dollar a month. You know uh, that's
0: that's part of that pre-show stuff that Shane doesn't usually attend, but today he did attend. So. Yeah, no, we're <laughs> gonna
1: we're gonna have the live streaming patron episodes on the YouTube's for people. I mean, you know, we're we're gonna be doing the thing. Look, YouTube's I've been losing a lot people. of weight, so I'm more comfortable with getting on the the video <laughs> because yeah, you I'm lost not, weight. Um, that's really why. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) You're gonna have to have a johnsonly.com banner above your head, you know. So, uh, (laughs) I'm getting that shirt. Oh my God, that's going to so be awesome. So become a
1: patron. Um, it's a great bang <laughs> for your buck, whatever.
0: All right. And go check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Also on Podbean too at Dynasty Trades HQ. You can follow us on there as well. Um, and then our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. And uh, you know what? Go do all that stuff that we just talked about. And we're going to go do our Patreon show right now. So uh, why don't we say goodbye, everybody?
1: Goodbye, everybody.
0: Say goodbye, Shane.
1: (laughs) Goodbye, Shane. (laughs) Bye.